Good morning. This is Jeff Stevens. Hey, I wanted to come to you this morning uh, with something that's kind of been on my heart for the last few days in a topic that uh, I've gone over recently um, with friends of mine who are unbelievers or non-believers, whom I have, you know, really cool conversations with about my belief and then why they're in the position that they're in as non-believers. Now, of course, I pray for them and I, I hope for them and I share the truth with them that they would believe on Jesus for their own salvation. Um, however, uh, knowing that it is only the Holy Spirit who could do that work in them, I just continue to uh, share the truth with them and share my life and my experiences with them so that maybe it will be a light. One of the things I wanted to talk about, though, is one of the questions that comes up from them regularly is, what do I need to be saved from? So, you know, if everything's pretty darn good in your life and you don't feel like you need some sort of saving, the question is begged, what do I need to be saved from? Like, what is so bad that for some reason I need some God to come here and save me from this? And so in the last podcast, we went over Romans Road, and Romans Road lays this the theology of this out quite well, um, and it brings up how everybody has sinned. So all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So, but what does that mean if everybody sins? Still, what do I need to be saved from? So who cares that everybody sinned? Well, here's kind of the, the point, the nuts and bolts of it is, what is sin? So sin, or chata, the Hebrew word is to miss the mark or to fail, to fall short of, to not be able to do something. So Paul in Romans is telling us everybody has failed. Well, failed to do what? And that fail is to fail to be able to make your way back to God. What does it mean to make your way back to God? Well, um, God built us for fellowship. He built us for fellowship with him. When you look at the story of Adam and Eve, we look at perfection. We look at a world that was good, where Adam and Eve lived in perfect harmony with God, with each other. They walked in the garden. Their nakedness or lack of shame was proof that everything was perfect. They had no needs or no desires. When you look at that in contrast or the juxtaposition of the way that we live our lives today, we don't live like that at all. Our entire lives are enveloped by some sort of selfish desire of sorts. You know, whether that means working more to make more money, to buy that new cool car, or to get that education, or to get that new flat screen TV or game system, or whether that means uh, that I live vicariously through my kids to somehow uh, bring myself pride. Um, you know, there are numerous ways that we do things that are selfish, even when it comes to, say, voting in a political election. I feel like whoever I vote for will make things better in the world. And even though you can say that's not selfish to think of others, it is really my own selfishness that drives me to think that that way is the right way. And so we can never really be perfect and we can never really hit the mark. 
And the Bible's got, you know, many, many ways that it shows that we don't hit the mark. And one of the ways is the Ten Commandments. And even as a non-believer, if we take out the commandments about God and His holiness, we can look at some of the very simple ones like, have you ever stolen anything? Or have you ever lied to anybody? Or have you ever lusted? And these things prove that humanity just does things to make us miss the mark. We just will never be perfect. So the inability to make our way back to God and his perfection means that we need a way, you know, and that way, as well explained in Romans road, um, in Romans three twenty-five. Paul tells us that Christ is the propitiation. So he's the one who paid for this sin. He's the one that makes the way for us. In all of this discussion, it kind of brings us back to the most used, most quoted, sometimes oversimplified verse in the Bible, but just as important, um, and that is John 3.16. So God so loved the world. He loved us so much that he created a perfect place for us. Now, although we screwed it up, God created it for us. So God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So he gave that propitiation. He made a way for us to be with him in paradise. So for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believe in him shall have eternal life. So this is what we need to be saved from is the wage of sin, which Jesus pays that wage because we don't want to end up in an eternity outside of the fellowship of God. And we make our way back into that fellowship with God by believing on him. And that's what John three sixteen really teaches us about. So my encouragement for you today is uh, get into the word of God. Take a look at John three sixteen again. And if you didn't listen to the last podcast on Romans Road. It's a really simple, but a very cool way to look at our plan for salvation, where we start and where we finish. So have a very blessed day.